Welcome to the prototype world of tomorrow. They say the new millennium began the day the City of Progress was finished. A domed metropolis of the world's greatest mines, built on the swamplands of Central Florida. Here, in this self-styled city of the future, 50,000 residents live, work, and occasionally die. Progress is a prototype of a world to come, but also a living city with many mysteries. And here to unravel a few of them are Progress's only private investigators, Tim E. Less and Eve R. Moore. And now, The Infinite Journey, Chapter 6. Team 13 continues to dominate this game. They may be down to only one team member at this point after that incident with the pack of Struthiomimi by the tar pit, but Grant is making his final ascent up the Central Mountain, three keys in hand. Morris, Annie, see if you can work your way down to the floor. The Orange County cops are looking for me. Got it. Eve? Uh, Rick? What's going on with Tim? What? Uh, n nothing. Nothing's going on. Come on. He disappeared from the game. That's why I came down here. Fine, okay. So, no. Last time I left him, he was inside the operating system. <laughs> Leave it to Tim to get himself lost in a video game. He's looking for Bo. He's missing. You're, you're kidding. I was wondering why they weren't showing him. I thought he just pissed off Julia I.O. I mean, not too. It was a regular feat of multitasking. Listen, I don't know what's happening, but... You're progress security, right? Could you maybe go down there and see what you can figure out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I'll go see what I can find. Hey, hey, Eve. Yeah? Why don't you take a look at the Jumbo Vision? What's this? This is incredible. I have never seen anything like this. And with a feeling that resembled being on the wrong end of a Slurpee straw, we sailed through the Lyman and out into the open. Dinah was still getting used to her new aerial expansion pack, and the sensation was more like riding a horse, but three dimensions, and the added terror of plummeting to one's virtual demise. Unlike most of the other forms of conveyance in progress, she was also not equipped with seatbelts. So I was holding on to Pauline, and Bo was holding on to me. What she was holding on to was unclear. <laughs> it didn't seem to be phasing her the way it should. This is incredible! <laughs> God's sake, pull up! We buzzed by Team 8, who was in transit around the boiling lava swamp, and TBH seemed more befuddled and annoyed by our presence than particularly impressed. I was hoping for a mixture of jealousy and awe, but at this point in the game, I'll take what I can get. Look up ahead, you see the temple? Yeah, I see it. Alright, Dinah, let's go. Yeah! And with that motivational pep talk, Dinah spurted ahead. The sky had taken on a growling presence as we got closer to the mountain. Oh, look at those cloud formations. 
amateurs. <laughs> yeah, make sure you mention that on the survey, right after almost lost forever in a digital alpine. Uh, Pauline, Dinah, not to be, uh, you know, but uh, I don't see a door that we're gonna, you know, fit through. Let me see what I can do about that. Pauline experimented with some hand motions. I'm not sure if they were entirely necessary to the process, but they seemed to help her, so whatevs. The entire top of the temple began to rumble and started moving upwards, growing columns underneath like a spider that was standing on its legs for the first time. Dinah approached the now open-air temple on top of the mountain, pulled back in mid-air like I've seen large birds do when coming in a bit too hot, and then landed on all fours with a thud. I'll work on that part. In all my years, I've never, never seen a twist like this. What is going on? I don't know. We shut down the firewall. Uh, Did you unplug it? Well, no, but it's impossible It's obviously not impossible. End it. Excuse me? You heard me. But the game's almost finished. I want the entire server bank disconnected, unplugged, impounded and locked in Astute Lab in 12 minutes. We still have players in there. Get them out. Start pulling now. What happens now? Something about a key? <laughs> we looked over at the edge of the temple and saw the top of a head struggling to make it over. What is going on? Grant? Tim, you have a flying purple dragon. Technically, I'm a highly modified Ankylosaurus. I don't care. I'm glad you enjoyed your little transdimensional joyride. But I won. How did you know that? You've been cheating! We've all been cheating, but I am the only one winning! Grant, it's over. We got here first. (laughs) You think it's over? It's not over. Well, it is for you. You forget, I'm the only team that has the required three keys. Yeah, I, I might have forgot about that. We need more keys? I guess we need more keys. You don't suppose there's anything we could do about that? Wink. Did you say wink? Pauline tilted her head up at the sky, closed her eyes. That doesn't sound right. It started raining keys. Hundreds and thousands of keys falling from the sky, creating piles and drifts and small hills. The temple was littered with them. You couldn't move without shuffling through them. Then Pauline looked down, and it stopped. That's... that's not fair! Fair? I'm rewriting the rules. I'm rewriting the code. You tried to feed us to the plesiosaurs. I was playing the game. You shot at us with a trebuchet. I was playing the game. And Tim doesn't like you for some reason. You don't even know me. Why are you this angry? Tim? Why am I this angry? It's a long story. I'll tell you later. You'll tell me later. It's actually a real reason, though, right? What? Yeah, totally. Eh. Get out of here. We're going to win this tournament. 
And with that, Pauline swept her hand to one side, and a force more powerful than a novelty t-shirt cannon pushed Grant up into the air and sent him sailing through the sky. Well, at least put something soft underneath. Fine. Pauline snapped her fingers. I'm okay. So what do we... And now, Team 28, you have journeyed far in this primeval world. You have fought and you have endured. You have struggled and you What's happening? Are you doing this? Not me. Did the sun just go out? Executing retrieval program. Searching for all active players. Uh, Pauline, is this you? It's not me. What's happening? Let's get out of here. Get on. I can't. Look at me. And look at him, we did. Right in front of us, Bo started... Well, if he had been rendering in 4K earlier, it looked like he dropped down to a pretty well-loved VHS tape that needed its tracking adjusted. I can hear voices. What? Did you get the right file this time? Yes, yes. One of the smart searches found it. He's gone. Let's go. Dinah lifted us into the air. All around us, the world seemed to be dematerializing. The sun was gone, and the surface was only lit by cracks of lightning. With a flick of her hand, Pauline plucked a star out of the sky and pulled it towards us until the basketball-sized glowing orb bobbed above Dinah's head. Then, I started to feel it. A tingle in the tips of my fingers. I held one up, trying to catch enough light to see that... Pauline, I don't know how to say this. You're going fuzzy? I think I'm running out of pixels. I don't suppose you could... Magic think you back into existence? I tried with Bo. I can rearrange a lot, but apparently not that. Uh, It's in my arm now. Well, I guess I'll find out what's on the other side. You know, while you still have those powers, I could really go for a scotch right about now. (laughs) For you, Tim, whatever you want. Here, take the bottle. Five year? Picky picky. Thanks, Dinah. You're the best AI I've ever met. Of course I am. I'm a level 99 now. Those trees always bothered me. There's only three designs. I think they should all be different, don't you? Absolutely. And then, it all went dark. Hi, my name is Richard Hercher. I hope you're enjoying Prototype World of Tomorrow because I am loving it. In fact, I'm a big fan of everything producer Benjamin Lancaster is doing. I can't tell you how many times I've watched the further adventures of Walt's Frozen Head. When I was a kid, I fell in love with audio fiction. I was the nerd who listened to books on tape when he got his first car, so I wanted to support this show. Once this episode is over, I'd like to invite you to look for Gravity Well Theater Podcast, that's theater with an ER, where I narrate classic and some original science fiction. And feel free to visit gravitywelltheater.com, where I occasionally give away free copies of the audiobooks I narrate. If you aren't into science fiction, but listen to Prototype World of Tomorrow for its setting, I'd also like to invite you to the Magic Our Way podcast, made by some artistic buffs talking Disney stuff with a great listener community. I'll let you get back to the show, but a big thanks to Ben, Naomi, Brian, Callie, and the rest of the great talent behind Prototype World of Tomorrow. Searching for all active players. Searching for all active players. Searching for all active players.
Records. File found. Searching for treatment profile. Players. Configured 100%. Searching for all Please press players. any key to continue. Searching for all retrieving profiles. Configured 100%. Searching for all active Please players. press any key to continue. Above me, some lights, colored lights, were swirling into focus. I was lying on a concrete floor. What's that noise? It was like a ringing or, or, or buzzing or humming. It felt like I hadn't moved that arm in a week, maybe? And that one, and what the British call a fortnight, at least. Tim! Bo? Tim. Bo, where are we? We're in the... Rainbow Tunnel. Oh, we're, we're back at the tournament? Almost. L look. He nodded his head deeper into the tunnel. The lights receded into darkness, but past that, even further in, you could see back into the world. You could see her, silhouetted against the sky, riding her winged dinosaur with the star she pulled from the heavens as a headlight. And she was smiling. Then the other way. If I leaned my head, which was throbbing, I could just barely see around the corner and back into the stadium. Whatever had just happened, the crowd was going nuts. Then I saw the blinking tower of servers. There were a few men in astute jumpsuits around it. They had power drills and seemed to be unbolting the tower from the floor. One of them pulled a cable. I looked back at Pauline. Whatever was connecting us and her flickered and went dark. Well, there's only one way out now. I nodded at Bo. We stepped together back out of the tunnel and into the arena. Despite that unforeseen technical glitch at the end, I think we all know who the winners are. That's right. Stepping out of the Rainbow Tunnel now, Team 28, led by Timothy Less. The light and sound of the stadium was blinding and deafening, respectively. Before we knew what exactly was happening, a small crowd swarmed us. Tim! Tim, you did it! Rick? I looked over and standing on my left... Tim! Annie! Eve has to talk to you, but they won't let her down here. Where's Pauline? You know, I don't think she made it out. What? Tim, they want you on the platform! Look, behind that curtain. I don't think anyone else can see them. Is that... Is that Eve talking to Alistair Eastman? I saw it. The translator is packaging the raw data from ORAC and feeding it back into a stoot. And what, pray tell, am I supposed to do with that information? This is what you hired me for. Do you know how much I risked to bring you this? I think it's starting. What's starting? I don't care what you saw. If you didn't bring me proof, Miss Moore, you brought me nothing. <gasps> oh, wow. Alistair? Ah, yes, um, that microphone was not supposed to be live. Yes, well, uh, continuing in a calm, scientific, dinosaur-free manner, uh, the only thing we have left to do is to congratulate our winners. And there they are. I suppose you should come here. Where's the other two? Alistair! Where's Morris? I think he's in the bathroom. Usually this is a bit more put together. Do they want us on stage? Dry your hands, Morris. Sorry, I heard the announcement and sort of panicked. You heard it in the bathroom? 
I know. No privacy at all around this place. Ah, yes. Um, so we won? All right. That's enough, Alistair. You, finish up. Where's Pauline? Well, about that. Yes, we would like to congratulate Team 28 for a game well played and promise you all that we will be thoroughly examining the rules to make sure it can't happen again. What? Sorry, is that the sign for stretch or... No, rap? Oh, okay. And with that we... You know what? Never mind. Shut it down. The crowd looked at each other as if they were all stuck in a wild loop. But eventually, a few of the brighter members figured it was actually over and started plotting out. A flunky from a stew gave Morris Bo and I a debriefing, a promise that the trophies were in the mail, and a veiled threat that it would be better if we didn't enter the Eleusinian tournament again in the future. There was some mention of gift bags, but considering his tone, I didn't want to push the issue for what was probably stickers and some lip balm. I asked again about Pauline but he just kept repeating that she was safe and they would be able to extract her shortly. It was Tuesday evening. I met up with Bowen Morris plus Annie and Eve at Bonnie's. Tim, I couldn't be prouder of you. The whole city is talking about it. Yeah, I I noticed the ask me how I know Tim button you seem to be wearing. It's good for business. Um, Bonnie, I I think we need another chair. Uh, What, dear? Get it yourself, she's like 85. Uh, Nothing, Bonnie, thanks. I'll see what I can do. Isn't Pauline coming? I saw her at work. Uh, Is she okay? I mean, yeah, I I tried to talk to her about it. She kept saying she was busy. Busy? I mean, it's possible. I got the impression that she didn't remember any of it. Wait, what? I don't know what to say. She didn't seem to want to talk about it. She creates portals through reality, rides a flying dinosaur, and wins the single greatest sporting event uh... in progress, and she doesn't remember it? Eve was staring perspicaciously into her iced tea, pretending she wasn't absorbing the conversations like one of those toy sponges that kids put in water and then they become bigger. I I don't know what they're called. Look, it's been a long weekend, okay? Whenever you're ready, dearie. Thanks, Bonnie. Should we just split it five ways? No, I didn't even order a drink. You know what? I'll get this one. Eve gave me a with what expression, but I reached into my jacket pocket and pulled out, hello. What is it? Tim? What's that? Um, do you remember those buttons? The ones the AI translation function gave us to get out of the ORAC server? Yeah, they didn't work. No, they didn't. Tim, that's impossible. Do you have a better explanation for what this piece of unknown machinery is doing here? So if you press that button... It couldn't. Could it? Uh, Tim, can I have that? Yeah, I think that might be for the best. She tapped on the side with her finger, picked it up with a napkin, wrapped it up, and placed it gingerly into her purse. Excuse me. Hi. Are you Progress's newest superstar, uh, Tim Less? 
that's right. I, I am Progress's newest superstar, Tim Less. Well, congratulations, kid. Oh, thank you. It's always nice to meet a fan. You've been famous for 18 hours. What you did at the Elucidian, well, well, people are going to be talking. And people are talking. And I'm talking to them about you. But I hear you also do PI work. Is that right? Yes, that is right. Tim and I are private investigators. Of course, babe. Well, I got some clients with some deep pocket protectors, if you know what I mean. The sort of people who count on me to take care of things. And I'm thinking if you can take care of things for me, I can make sure there are plenty of things to take care of. Capiche? Gesundheit. Uh, well, Mr... Swift! Well, uh, <clears throat> we usually do our private investigations somewhere a little more... I see what you're saying, kid. You can chime with the details. I'll be at your office first thing tomorrow. Let's say, uh, two. Huh. Not a word. We'll see you then. And bring your checkbook. <laughs> I like this one. She's a good business partner, kid. Don't let her get away. I guess this one can be on me. Tim. She was looking at me, holding up her glass. To more and less investigations? To less and more investigations. For now. To less and more investigations. Are we stuck on that name? This is it. This is the entire list. Two people. Well, there were a handful of casual acquaintances. These were the only two she knew? As far as we can find. Alright then, load it up. Loading now. Hello? Hello, yes. Carol Wood, is it? Yes, where, where am I? I? I can't see anything. Just calm down for a minute, everything's fine. Where am I? There's nothing to worry about. Delete the file. Uh, uh, are, are you sure? Is there a problem? It's just the, the, uh, no, 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 there's not a problem. Hello? Are you still there? Hello? Just a moment, Carol. Everything will be fine. Who are you? Now. She's gone. Now that wasn't so hard, was it? This episode of Prototype World of Tomorrow was written and directed by Benjamin Lancaster. Tim Less is played by Brian Balance. Eve Moore is Callie Wills. Pauline is played by Katherine Jenkins, and Dinah is played by Red Wallace. Bo is played by Jerry Skids. Grant is played by Craig Wallace. Annie is played by Issa Jones, and Morris is played by Jake Ramos. Rick is played by John Sicari. Alistair Eastman is Jason Blackwater. Julia Io is Jenna Brown. Julia Io's Flunky is played by Barry Wallace. Bonnie is played by John Sicari, Swift is played by Chris Cologne, and Carol Wood is played by Jan Welch. The announcer of the tournament is Lou Moncello. The voice of the Astute Intelligence Project is Ron Schneider, and the chime voice is Jacqueline Thomas. Music by Trash Chan, Zotair Zeta, associate producer Naomi Addison. 
If you like this show and would like us to make more, please go to iTunes and give us a five-chime review. And consider supporting our Patreon at patreon.com slash prototype world of tomorrow. Prototype World of Tomorrow is copyright 2022, just ahead in a jar, LLC.